You've got a vision, you've got an idea, you have a business, but you can't seem to move forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible. The show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goals. We are your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman. We are business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, wealth strategists, television producers, and content creators who have negotiated multi-million dollar deals. We'll teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Find out more at visionpossible.net. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to today's Vision Possible teaching. You probably already saw the title, and that is Keeping It Real, uh, Why Most Businesses Fail. Uh, I want to talk about that today because um, if we're going to spend the next several weeks, which I want to do, talking about business, uh, talking about creating a financial plan, a legal plan, a marketing plan, getting all these things in place so that you can have a successful business, a successful organization, we need to understand common pitfalls so that we can avoid them. Learn from people who have gone before you, right? I've learned plenty of mistakes in my years of business, and that's what I want to talk about today is the biggest uh, thing that I've kind of seen that is always uh, a, a theme when it comes to businesses failing. Um, for uh, those of you who might be new, uh, welcome to Vision Possible. We've got uh, different instructors from all different walks of life who have ex achieved success in different areas of life. And we've come together to teach on those things. Uh, Carly Hartman, a just excellent teacher on marketing. Make sure you tune in to hers uh, because what good is a business if you can't sell it, if you can't market it, right? So that's so, so key. She's an expert in marketing. Uh, Butch Hartman, he is a um, world-renowned animator and artist, uh, creator of the Fairly Odd Parents. Danny Phantom spent 20-plus years in Nickelodeon and just has killed it in that game and now is willing to come alongside and impart to you how to succeed in the entertainment industry. Uh, Ryan Haley, just an expert financial analyst, understands numbers, spreadsheet type guy that can really walk you through wealth building for the kingdom of God. Just awesome, awesome teachers. Uh, Julianne Hartman as well. Just a phenomenal resource to help you find your vision, help you find your calling and balance all of that with a, with a family and other things that uh, she's dealt with her entire life. Um, and has been able to build successful nonprofits and successful businesses, all while handling so many different things. That's what we're here for, guys. We each want to bring something to the table that can impact you and bless you. So if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. Go to visionpossible.net for more information. I want to jump into the meat and potatoes, what you guys are here to watch, and that's why do most businesses fail? Why is that? You know, depending on the stats you look at, a lot of people say between 90 and 95% of small businesses fail, close their doors, shutter their windows uh, within the first five years of starting. That's an incredible stat. And that's, that's sad that, that that's where we're at in our, in our world today is that people who have vision and passion and want to start a business, uh, they start it, but then they fail. And I'm going to tell you guys today what I believe is the single most, uh, most important thing to keeping your business from failing. We're going to talk about that today. So to get started, I'm going to start by talking about something called the Dunning-Kruger effect or the Dunning-Kruger model. Now, um, if you haven't heard of it, that's okay. I'll kind of walk you through what it is. Um, and then uh, if you've never seen it, I encourage you guys go to uh, a web browser 
and look up Dunning-Kruger so you can kind of follow along as I talk about this. But the Dunning-Kruger effect is the confidence to experience metric. So it's, it's the idea of um, tracking people, how confident they are based on their experience, okay? So the vertical axis is your confidence level and your horizontal axis, uh, axis is your experience level. And they have taken uh, a group of people, uh, I think a group of Swedish scientists did this study, I'm not 100% sure on that, but a group of scientists did this study with people all across the spectrum in business, in, 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 in finance, in different arenas, and they gauged, based upon these studies that they did, how confident someone is as they gain more experience. And what they found is shocking. I'll just boil down to basically what the result of the study was. But the result of the study was that the less you know, the more confident you are uh, in that thing. So for example, um, and if you think about it for a minute, it, it rings pretty true. The less you know about a given subject, the more confident you are about that subject. Um, and then as soon as you start learning things about that subject, your confidence drops because you're like, oh, there's so much more I need to learn. And so it actually, the, the curve on this chart, so like I said, the vertical axis is confidence, the horizontal axis is, is uh, experience. And so um, starting over here at the base of the chart is the least experience. And then going this way, you have more and more experience as time goes on, right? And so the chart looks a little something like this where right away, you've got a bunch of confidence right off the bat. I know what I'm doing. I've got all this confidence. But as soon as you get a little bit of experience, the confidence drops. And then you've got this nice round bell curve that as you gain more experience over time, your confidence organically and slowly increases. So a lot of times what this means is that uh, in general, people judge that they have more experience or they have more confidence because they just don't know what they don't know. And so we have to be aware of this self-tendency within us as human beings, that the less we know, in general, the more confident we are about it. Um, you know, the, uh, there's some stats out there that are really, really funny, and I think lend really well to this. I'll, I'll read some off my screen here. But um, yes, this idea that judging that, uh, you know, I'm better than you, that's just a natural thing humans do. But there's a stat, they ran this study, and 88%, 88% of drivers think they're above average. Think about that for a minute. 88% of drivers think they're above average. That means 30, what, 38% of them are liars? Because above average means above 50%. So that means 38% of those people who think that they're above average drivers are liars because they're not. That We just naturally think we're better than we are, that we're overly confident. Um, most people, by the way, and this is another study, most people between 75 to 90% of people rate themselves superior in health, leadership, and ethics than the average person. So again, that many people are, are averaging that they're better in their health and their leadership and their ethics than any other human being. Um, this is really, really interesting. People who measure, who are measurably poor at grammar, math, knowledge, IQ, medical, and chess. Those were the areas that uh, they studied. Those people measure themselves more favorably than experts in that area. So if I'm a grandmaster in chess, most likely uh, you, not being a grandmaster in chess, will think that you're better at chess than, than I think that I'm better at chess. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? That the people who know less are more confident 
that they know what they know and that they'll succeed. That's a shocking truth, but we need to be so aware of that. So why do I start out the conversation of why do most businesses fail? Why do I start it out this way? Because I believe most businesses fail for no other reason than pride. Than somebody thinking that they know better than someone else. That somebody else, that, that uh, somebody thinks that maybe you think that, um, you know, you know something and you can do it and you're going to start this business and it's going to succeed. You know what? Awesome. Good, good, good. You should have confidence. You should be, you, 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 you should believe that you can do it but not in your own strength. You're not smart enough. I'm not smart enough. We're not smart enough to start a business, run a business, have teams, be organizational leaders. We have to, the first step to seeing success in those areas is acknowledging that you need guidance, that you need help. The last couple of weeks, I've talked about how to build a cohesive, healthy team around you, a team of people who are uh, who help balance you out and create good um, good communication and and a good um, balance on the team. So if you haven't watched that, go back and watch those. But this goes into that. You can't acknowledge that you need a good team unless you first acknowledge that you need assistance, that you need help. And so this is such a key, key piece. So Dunning-Kruger proves that the less you know, the more confident you are that you can do it. So be careful of that. If you're confident, if you're pumped up, if you're ready to go, just make sure that you are also staying balanced, that you're staying humble, and that you realize and acknowledge that you need help to do it. Why? Because you don't know what you don't know. None of us uh, know what we don't know, right? So all of us have this need to develop this attitude that we're never the subject matter experts. We're never the smartest people in the room. We always need to surround ourselves with people smarter and better than ourselves. That's what's going to build competency within yourself and your confidence will organically grow over time because you'll realize, man, as soon as you get into it, you realize, I don't know what I'm doing. And then from there, you can slowly build up over time and create that competence. Um, I love the book Extreme Ownership. Um, I'm in the middle of reading it right now and I just am absolutely blown away uh, at uh, leaders who don't have this mentality where the buck stops with them. So, uh, so many times, you know, we say to ourselves, hey, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to do this. But like I said, we don't know what we don't know. So then when the going gets tough, we just point the finger and we blame. The greatest thing standing in your way, in my way, the greatest thing stopping you from getting from point A to point B, from where you are today to starting that business, from Maybe you're in a business, but you want to bring it up another couple notches. The only thing standing between you and that point where you want to get to is you. It's pride. It's our human egotism. It's our arrogance. We have to crucify our flesh. We have to get rid of all of those thoughts that I know what I'm doing. I'm confident what I'm doing. Why? Because when you, when you realize that you're incapable of doing this on your own, you are going to get uh, the right help that you need to accomplish what you need. So um, you need to uh, acknowledge first and foremost that you need help and that number number two, that you're open to criticism and feedback. So number one, I can't do it on my own. I need help. Number two, I'm open to criticism and feedback. A healthy conflict is one of the most important things you can have on your team. In order to build a cohesive leadership team, you need healthy conflict. And healthy conflict borders on unhealthy conflict. It really does. Like you want to create an environment around you, on your team, 
in your organization where conflict uh, is, is healthy, it's comfortable. Conflict breeds creativity. So when you have that healthy conflict and you allow people to disagree, when you allow people to uh, coach, teach, train, and mentor, you are going to have a much, much better and much higher of a chance of succeeding because you're not just surrounding yourself with people who agree with you, who are yes men or yes women, right? And so, so uh, again, num num you know, those two things are so, so key and pivotal to success. And then lastly, um, the last thing I want to say, and, and this just sums up kind of what we've been talking about. So Dunning-Kruger, you know, the less you know, generally, the more confident you are. So check that. If you're confident, make sure that you, uh, you know, check that back, you dial it back, you realize you don't know what you don't know, and you seek help on it. And then, uh, and, and then also, you don't want this pride to creep in. This whole idea of, I, I can do it on my own, right? Um, I, uh, I hear it from a lot of people in this sense, like, oh, I don't have enough money to hire somebody or I don't have enough time to go research it. So I'm just going to do it on my own. I'm going to figure it out. Um, and a lot of bootstrappers, a lot of entrepreneurs, they have this attitude. You know what? I had this attitude and I went and figured out everything on my own. But I'll tell you what, I wasted a lot of time doing it when there were perfectly capable people around me to help me out. Look around. Uh, look at who you've got in your life right now. We're going to talk more about this in upcoming teachings. But look at who you have in your life right now and actually say, you know, where do their strengths balance out my weaknesses and my weaknesses balance out their strengths and seek those people who can help balance you out. Um, and again, that's a lot of what we talked about over the past couple of weeks in realizing, yeah, don't do it alone. Build a cohesive team. But pride will get in the way every single time and tell you you don't need to seek help, that you can figure it out on your own. And listen, there's a place for that. Like I said, I figured it all out on my own. But I, if I were to go back and do it over, I would start by uh, building out a, a healthy team around me of mentors and of people who can help to shore up where I'm weak and create that strength on my team and in my business. Um, over the next uh, five to six weeks, we're going to go into detail on how to really get a business off the ground. I'm going to start at ground floor at level zero. Um, assuming that you may not even have an idea yet and then work all the way from getting that idea to building out that idea to creating a business plan for that idea. Um, and then we'll go into more detail even after that on what does a business plan look like? What does a marketing plan look like? What does a legal plan look like? And what does a financial plan look like? We're going to look at all of those things cohesively and wrap them up into a central healthy business plan using the business model generation canvas to uh, eventually communicate your vision, your goal, your business goals, your business mission to a board of investors. Because everyone I talk to, you know, they, it's like a catch-22. Oh, I, I, I need money, so I'm going to run a business. Well, to start a business, I need money, so, you know, which comes first? Um, and that's where I'm going to help you is to first step is get the idea. We're going to talk about how to do that. Ask yourself the hard questions. And from there, uh, you're going to be able to have a cohesive business plan that you can present in front of investors and you can get the finances and the funds needed to begin that business. It is going to be great. I'm going to talk about the five keys that I know to help build a cohesive and successful business plan. They're a chronological series of five things that I've taught all over the country. And I've taught from, from high school classrooms and inner cities all the way up to um, you know uh, already functioning business uh, people and executives. And they've all told me that these five things are so key and critical. And even the ones who have been in business a long time went back and asked these questions for themselves and it helps help, helped so much. So the five are gonna be ask, plan, invest, talk, and grow. These are the five. Ask, 
uh, plan, invest, talk, and grow. We're going to talk through all five of those, laying a solid foundation so that we can have a healthy business plan. So hopefully you got something out of today. If anything, take away pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. The book of Proverbs says that. And so don't ever uh, allow, especially if you're a driven individual who wants to start a business, don't ever allow that pride to creep in. And remember Dunning-Kruger <laughs> that um, the more confident you are, most likely you don't know what you don't know and you have less experience in that area. Um, and that's just an important thing we always need to remind ourselves of that in business, the reason most businesses fail is people think they can do it on their own. They think they know all there is to know and they don't go into it with the proper planning and the proper resources because they're overly confident. So don't allow the confidence to, to get you. All right, well, that's all I've got for you guys today. And so again, thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to visit visionpossible.net and I will see you guys next time. You've been listening to Vision Possible. To get more information or to contact Butch and Julianne to schedule your private coaching session, go to visionpossible.net. That's visionpossible.net.